Moses is one of the greatest leaders we have in the Bible. One of the greatest leaders of all time. Leaders of all time. Exodus 32 tells us that Moses, he led the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt. And the Bible said he was taking them to the promised land. He told them, I'm taking you to a land that flows with milk and honey. I'm taking you to a land that is a very good land. I'm taking you to a land which are cities you didn't build and you are going to occupy those cities. I'm taking you to a land that is a very great land. He carried the people, 4.5 million people, and said, I'm taking you to the promised land. When they got into the wilderness, God told Moses, he said, Moses, I want you to come to the Mount Sinai and you are coming to Mount Sinai for the people. You are coming there because I want to give you commandment to give to my people. And Moses went up to the mountain and he was there with God for 40 days and 40 nights. We don't know at what point exactly that the people began to murmur. But the Bible says that at a certain point in this journey, when Moses went up to the promised land, when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and they said unto him, Up! Make us gods which may go before us, which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we know, we, we wot not what is become of him. Stay here with me for a while. Moses has been on the mountain maybe 37 days, maybe 38 days. Maybe it was on the 38th day. Some of you, the times you begin to commit your calamitous mistakes. It's just two hours to your breakthrough. Two years to your breakthrough. Two minutes to your breakthrough. Two seconds to your breakthrough. Sometimes when the miracle is just closed, then the devil puts all kinds of crazy cause. God has to help you in a ministry to focus on God. And number two, to focus on his servant that he has called. These people's focus was supposed to be on God. And their focus was supposed to be on Moses. But now, they have made a mistake. They said, we don't believe God anymore. Make us gods. So in terms of God, they don't believe in God anymore. Make us gods. They've lost focus. They don't want God. They want another God. I have seen charismatic Christians, they go for idols, they, they go for demons, they go for juju. You know, when you are believing God for a miracle, if you are not careful, you can go somewhere and they will take you into juju and you don't know. The other day, a prophet was telling me, somebody ran to a prophet and said, said he went to another church and they initiated him into, they initiated them into a certain spiritual way of worship. I, I told the prophet, I said, you know what, maybe it was not an initiation. Probably, they were just manipulating them spiritually. But they believed they were going to be initiated. I want you to be very careful that midstream, you don't change your God. Don't go, don't go and catch another God because you are looking for a miracle and a breakthrough in life. So they said, make us gods that will take us into the promised land. He said, make us gods which shall go before us. The question I want to ask is, what happened to the God who brought you this far? What happened to the God who brought you this far? From 1980, I submit to you, ladies and gentlemen, from 1980, I was 20 years old. My God, Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, got me saved and I began to follow him. I 
till today, he has done me no wrong. Somebody say, but daddy, what about the crisis you went through? I know others who went through crisis like that and they became madmen. But I went through a crisis and I can stand here today and still sing, here we are. Lifting our hands to you. Here we are. Giving you thanks for all you do. As we pray, worship your Lord. for you. 
You have many gods. Television gods. Nigerian gods. Togolese gods. Belgian gods. France gods. You are all over the place. Some of you, where you do your, your idolatry flirtation is even on TV and on internet. When you get up on Sunday morning, you listen to about five things before you come to the church. By the time you come, your mind is just confused when you are sitting in the church. You can't even focus. Somebody say focus. Come and say focus. And in this day of internet and so on and so forth, you can lose your focus. You can also sit in the church and sometimes instead of listening to the pastor, you are listening to strange voices. Some of you sitting in this building now, I'm not your pastor. Your pastor is the friend who came to change your mind. I've sacrificed my whole life for this. You are using it for spiritual mischief. Anybody that is here seducing people into idolatry, into fornication, turning them onto other gods, may the judgment of Jehovah God Almighty fall upon you so that the souls will be saved. Anybody that can shout, you are on the Lord's side. Up! Aaron, up! Make us other gods. He got up and look at what he said. As for this Moses, stay there. Somebody say, As for this Moses, we watch not what has become of you. Look, look, this Moses, we don't know what has happened to him. I remember when the trouble and the challenges hit us some years ago. That was the time some pastors broke away to form their own church. Yeah. And it was strange. Some church members followed them. The time when I was at my lowest level. <sighs> waiting for even children to hold my hand so that I could walk. That was the time people were busy forming churches. But you know sometimes the thing we don't see. Because we don't talk. That, ah, if God is with him. Can all these things happen to him? If God is with him. If God is with your church, can this happen? We don't know what has happened to this Moses. And I thought, if you have a leader who came to Egypt and brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the land of bondage, crossed the Red Sea with you, you saw the pillar of cloud and you saw the pillar of fire. He brought water out of a rock for you to drink. He prayed and manna fell from heaven. He prayed and quails came from the sea. You were following a leader who put a rod down, it became a serpent. Brought ten mighty miracles into the land of Egypt. I thought if such a leader goes to the mountaintop for 38 days and does not come, you will send a search party and say, please, we know that it is dangerous to climb up to Mount Sinai, but please, Aaron, please, Miriam, please, Joshua, please, Caleb. Joshua at that time was up there with Moses somewhere, but please, Caleb and other people, can you go up and see what has happened to our leader? What is happening to him? Is he alive? Is he dead? Has 
the judgment of God falling on him as God consumed God I thought some women will go and say we want our Moses we want our Moses we want this man who could have stayed in the land of Egypt in Pharaoh's palace enjoying all the good things he could have enjoyed but he sacrificed everything and left Pharaoh's palace and came to lead us into a wilderness we want our Moses I thought they would have gone to Aaron and said Aaron we want our Moses we want our leader we want our leader the man who sacrificed so much the man who practically died because of us we want our Moses even when they couldn't find Elijah the sons of the prophet said let's go and look let's go and find him we may find him these ungrateful people insensitive people did not make an attempt to look for the leader. They said, get up and make us some other gods. Aaron, we are appointing you to lead us. Anything Moses did, you can do. And anything his God did, your God can do. Make us golden image to lead us. What happens when a leader is sick? They say, oh, if he was a man of God, he would never be sick. What happens if the devil attacks the family of a man of God? Oh, if he was really a man of God, this will not happen. What happens if a leader is broke? They say if he was really a man of God, he will not be broke. What happens if a, man, a man's ministry is having a low turn? They say if the man was a man of God, his ministry will not be coming down. Let's look for somebody who is more successful. Let's look for somebody who is more powerful. Give us another God. Give us another leader. Give us somebody else. As for this Moses, we don't know what has happened to him. And I thought, if you don't know what has happened to the man, then go and look for him. He has suffered enough for you. We have a generation that will only follow a leader when all things are well with him. When the leader is standing and everything is going well and there is no scandal, there is no insult, there was no persecution. People are not insulting him. People are not ridiculing him. People are not against the man of God. Then everybody can follow him. Verse 3. And all the people break off their golden earrings which were in their ears and brought them unto Aaron. And he received them at their hand and fashioned with it a graving tool after he had made a molten calf and said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee out. How many of you don't have earrings? Lift up your hand. Do you know in those days they used to put some of the rings in the nose? Why did he say earring? Earring because the ear, the earring is positioned on the ear. He was not talking about physical earrings. He was talking about ideas. Idolatry passes through the ear into the mind. Your greatest idol will come from your ideas. The things that enter your ears will form your God, will form the idol you worship, will form the leader you follow. Be 
careful how you hear. Be careful what you hear. The things that enter your ears. And you know what? He said, go your intellectual things you hear. The social media things you hear. The things people say. The things the wisest advisors around you tell you. The things people tell you. The things that enter your ears will form your idol. And gradually, you have heard so much from God's enemies that you don't hear from the pulpit again. You don't hear from the church again. You don't hear the voice of the Holy Ghost again. You don't hear anything. The word of God and your wife's words have become the word of God. The word of your friends have become your God but my Bible said blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly nor stands in the way of sinners nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful but his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law does he meditate and he shall become like a tree a wither bring forth his fruit in his season whatsoever he doeth shall prosper may God separate you from the congregation of the hypocrite may God take your ear that will jettison you and throw you out of your faith may the Lord cause you to hear all the time is coming uh, when men uh, will give heed to seducing spirits uh, and they will not pay attention unto sound doctrine. Get up! Aaron, get up! Make us idols! He said, bring your earrings. Your earrings! The things you hear Come here, we are teaching you the word of God. But because you don't mind what Pastor was saying. That's an idol they are putting into your mind. He said, Bring your earrings, bring your earrings, bring your earrings. And he took them and he made a molding calf, molten calf. And he told them, Now, Israel, here are your gods that will lead you into the promised land. But look at the stupidity. These gods did not bring you out of Egypt. These gods did not make you cross the Red Sea. Listen, I don't know which pastor you are going to follow. Did that pastor get you born again? Did that pastor get you saved? Where you are sitting now, is it that pastor? From 1987, where was he? From 1987, where was she? When idol worshippers attacked us with sticks and cutlasses to kill us, where were they? When you were doing your wedding and we laid hands on you, where were they? When you gave birth to your children and we dedicated them, where were they? When you were sick and we stood at your bedside and we prayed and we cried, where were they? Focus, 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 focus. In the wilderness, don't change your God. In your wilderness, don't change your leader. Remain focused. Even if Moses is on the mountain for one year, we will wait for him. If he's there for ten years, we will wait for him. We will sit right here and we will wait until our Moses comes down. We are not going anywhere until Moses comes down. Pastor Mike, some of them, even when I travel, they change their church and their God until I return. No, there are some of them, when I travel, you don't see them in the church. Oh. Enjoy fellowship other other places. When he comes, then we will come. And I'm sure sometimes you see them in the church when I return, and you are like, hey, these people. Hypocrisy pioneer. 
When I travel, your second row and your third row, they become empty. And your first row is empty. I see it. It's on the internet. Some two come late. Sit at the back. Somebody clap your hands. Am I preaching well today? Oh, I almost remember myself preaching in 1992, 1993, 1994. Oh boy, those days I could preach, Cynthia. Oh, those days I could preach. Those days I could preach, boy. I could preach. I remember one day action. I went up after idolatry. I went after the ecclesiastical system. I fired it. Two hours. Sound and alarm. It was an action convention. My father was sitting behind me doing... Mm, mm. When I finished and I was going to sit down, he pushed me. He said, Isur, you have not finished. Go back. Go back. You have not finished. Don't we travel? You are supposed to be in church. Listen, even if I travel, it's because of you. Do you know that me from Borga? I travel abroad and my brony. They told our PA, they said, we want to dress to be able to match his suit and his wife's dress. <laughs> Listen, and I'm not talking about a poor white man. No, this is a rich white man. They want to dress to match Bogatanga man and woman. And do it. Atabia Krayesha because you know what? I'm conscious of the fact that biologically I'm a fraframa. And I'm conscious of the fact that they've looked down on us for years. They look down on Africans, then they look down on Ghanaians. Then when you come to Ghana, they look down on the people from the north. So I told myself, I will wear a shoe, I will wear a shirt, I will print a book. I will use an iPad. I will pick up a face towel. I will do my life in such a way that somebody's idea about the Frafra man can change. Somebody's idea about the Nordna can change. Listen to me. We are not doing it because of us. Listen. You see the way I'm dressed today? I like to dress like this. I can dress like this the whole year. But for your sake. Sometimes I have to look like Pastor Mike. And I'm sure he's also conscious of that. Pastor John is conscious of that. We are conscious of the fact that we must make ourselves uncomfortable a little bit. And wear these coats and wear this tie. So that our young men here, one day, when they also change the way they dress. And they are in Barclays Bank. Or they are in Stambic Bank. Or they are working at the immigration office. They will not disgrace themselves. I came to tell somebody, listen to me. We have sacrificed so much that, you know what? Even if you must wait for us for one year, two years, three years. When we have traveled, that is when church must be stronger. When we have traveled, that is when you must support the pastors. When we have traveled, don't compel them to make you other gods. Don't compel them to make you other gods. Listen, I don't want to travel. And because Pastor Mike must make you happy. And Pastor Livingston must make you happy. They must come and preach a message God has not given them. 
Can you imagine I've traveled? You don't want to come to church, so Pastor Livingston comes here. And instead of the normal prayer he prays, he comes and says, shall we turn our Bible with me to Exodus chapter 32 and the verse number one. And I, I want to just bring you some message. And I don't know where the homiletics and the hermeneutics of this message are going to take us, but I just want to um, dissect this scripture and um, I want to I want to put it in context so that you can understand what I'm talking and 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 I, I just want to preach to you today and I, I, I believe that this word is going to bless your life and you, your life is going to change. You are going to look at Pastor Livingston and say, "Wow! Since when did this Aibe man become an American?" But you see, he must sound American to let you sit in the church. You are forcing him to make an idol. Then the man comes and he's leading us through simple prayer and you will not follow. So he too, the following day, he must come. Fire! Right now, in the spiritual realm, God is taking me. And I find myself in a place called Anyaku. Right now, spiritually, the Lord is leading me. And I can see a tree. The upper part of the tree is a human being. And the lower part of the tree is a crocodile. And right now, the Lord is leading me. I can see fire coming from the stomach of the tree. The man is manufacturing an idol because you must believe that he too is a prophet. Then you force us until Pastor Mike becomes Dr. Menzo Taro. You know, during the World War II, there was a battle going on and Russia went into the place with their... And then in 1930, this and that, you are forced him to become Dr. Menzo Taro. Pastor Prince now comes to lead prayer. You force him to become Archbishop Duncan Williams. Pastor Prince comes and instead of just speaking in simple words, today we are going to pray. We want to arrest the enemy in Pleiades, Arcturus, Orion, and the Zodiacs. Anything the devil is trying to do in this house, let it boomerang, boomerang. Everybody say boomerang, boomerang, boomerang. Tell somebody standing by you, stop forcing the pastors to be what they are not. <laughs> 